This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, okay, so we got the story out of Vancouver, which we uh, noticed today, which uh, I wasn't sure what to make of it. And maybe, maybe stuff like this goes on more often than we realize. Because a lot of funerals, not everybody knows everybody, unless it's a small, intimate gathering of someone's immediate friends and, and family. You're going to see people at funerals that you don't necessarily recognize, right? And sometimes you know, when someone's lived a long life and there's a notice in the paper that there's going to be a funeral for so-and-so, who knows? You know, maybe somebody who they were friends with 40 years ago, maybe even someone they went to high school with like 70 years ago is, is going to come. So I think what typically happens if, if someone's at a funeral and, and people don't recognize that person, Probably more often than not, nothing gets said. You know, maybe people will kind of whisper, who is that over there? I don't know who that is. I wonder. And, and so, like I said, maybe this, this story is more common than we think. So it came to light in Vancouver that there's a guy who's been going around doing this for at least a decade as far as people can piece together. It all started with some pictures posted on social media. This guy showed up at this funeral. Seems as though he was just there for the food. Nobody had any idea who he was. And then other people started coming forward saying, wait a sec, that guy was at my dad's funeral. And this guy was at my grandfather's funeral. And stories started emerging about this same guy. They've been going back for years. There's a little bit more on it. This is from uh, Jill Bennett with Global News in Vancouver. It appears a real-life funeral crasher has been keeping himself busy in Metro Vancouver, outed on Twitter for showing up at a Burnaby funeral three years ago and then again this week. That's the same guy who crashed my family funeral, and this is what Kathy had to say. When I heard you talking about it and went to look at uh, the picture on the Twitter feed, I couldn't believe it. He was um, he was at my dad's funeral in the spring of 2009. Turns out a lot of people claim to have seen the man eating and drinking beer and wine at funerals for people he doesn't actually know. I see this uh, this funny little man uh, munching away and drinking beer, and so went over and you know said hello and you know how do you know mom? And he said his mother and my mother were friends. Then I said, oh, so you know did did my mom drive your mom around shopping and things like that? And, you know when they're together, he's oh yes, yeah, you, your mom would always drive my mom. My mom never learned to drive. It's believed he scours obituaries, getting details about the deceased and the service and reception. He's been spotted at the UBC Golf Course, the Marine Drive Golf Club, and the Hellenic Center. This photo was taken at a small private reception for family and friends. We always encourage our families not to put reception information into the newspaper or online. We have staff at the door at all of our services, so our staff is pretty well trained to notice when a random person walks through the door. So far, no one has identified Metro Vancouver's most prolific funeral crasher, but if you do see him, you likely don't need to offer him a tissue. Jill Bennett, Global News. Okay, so so this is weird. Now, this guy isn't trying to scam anybody. He's not there to, uh, you know, try to get his hands on the uh, deceased bank account, or it doesn't seem as though, like in the Wedding Crashers movie, he's not there to, to pick up women. Maybe he's just there to eat food. Right? Someone texts say, you know, maybe this is just the homeless guy looking for a meal. Maybe it is. Maybe he kind of cleans himself up and, and shows up at these things. 
I think that it's a funeral. It's a little different if it's just, you know, if it's an open house, if a realtor's uh, having an open house and you just go around on Saturdays and you find the open houses and you go and you, you go in and have some coffee and donuts. I don't think anybody's going to make too big a deal of it, but it's, there's something personal and intimate about a funeral that you're there for a reason. And if you don't know the person who died, if you're not there to pay your respects, then, then you really shouldn't be there. I think that's what bothers people about this. Now, there was a, a little clip in that piece from, from Jill Bennett from uh, our sister station, CKNW, in Vancouver. Steel and Drex is the show. So they've heard from, from a few of these people who say that this guy has, has shown up at, at their loved one's funeral. So here's a little bit more from them. So we had uh, a fellow who tweeted out yesterday a photo of a said funeral crasher. The guy looks well-dressed, apparently drove to the to the thing, and he's sitting there eating and was drinking a lot. And one people were wondering, I wonder who that guy is. It was a celebration of life in Burnaby. And they kind of asked him, hey, uh, how do you know the stepfather? And he had a story, oh, he worked with him at Greyhound and whatever. And they thought, well, like that's, it could have been true. But there if were you, also Greyhound things all over in the memorial. So. If you want to see a picture of this guy. If you go on Twitter and just type in hashtag Vancouver Funeral Crasher, we'll see the tweets that we've been sending out right. for the picture of this guy. We're trying to figure out who he is. So then yesterday, he sees the same funeral crasher at a friend's grandma's, uh, I guess, memorial, who is Chinese. And he's saying, you know, how do, how do you guys know that guy? That's the guy who was at my dad's thing. And they try sussing him out. And he says, oh, he says, uh, you know, he knew her, but he was being rude. And he was jumping the queue for food. And so they kept pressing him. How do you actually know this woman? And he's being weird. So they said, we think you should leave. And he did. So we talked about it earlier on the show and, and immediately got some other listeners who weighed in and said, oh, no, 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 no. I've seen that guy, too. And so we're going to bring in one of them whose name is Kathy from Vancouver. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Linda. Hi, Drax. Hello. Tell me about the email you sent me. Well, when I heard you talking about it and went to look at uh, the picture on the Twitter feed, I couldn't believe it. He was, um, he was at my dad's funeral in the spring of 2009, and nobody knew who he was, and nobody spoke to him, to my knowledge, and I was kind of occupied that day, so sure. I didn't really pay too much attention. Yeah. But my sister and cousins were talking about him afterwards and thinking, well, it's kind of weird that he was there because, you know, he didn't talk to anybody. He didn't, all he was interested in doing. Which is one of the rules of crashing a funeral is <laughs> make sure you talk to somebody. I looked up, the Linda, Linda gave me the rules of crashing a funeral. I didn't even know there was a whole thing for that. Oh, gosh. Well, no, he didn't speak to anybody and he, he you know, he disappeared as quickly as he appeared. And then uh, the But next- when he was there, did he enjoy eating food and drink? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, he did, and um, and especially the, the second time I saw him was at a neighbor's funeral last year. Wow. And now, didn't you think that was weird? Well, yeah, and but, you know, I wasn't sure because, you know, seven years had passed between, and I wasn't sure if it was the same guy. So I took his picture, and I sent it to my cousin and said, is this the same guy that was at my dad's funeral? And sure enough, she said, yes, it's the same fellow, and she'd seen him at a couple of other funerals in between. Um, and at this funeral, the second funeral that I saw him at, he was, you know, he was really interested in the food. Um, my, my cousin told me that, you know, she had spoken to him at, at one of those funerals, you know, to start up a conversation. And right. Ask how he knew the deceased, and apparently he just said that, you know, his family was a friend of the deceased family. You know, kind of a vague answer, and kind of left it. You know, my cousin, because she had seen him at my dad's funeral, she didn't really believe him, but what are you going to say, Right. 
Um, and you know what, Kathy? Yeah. I took your email and I erased your email address and I sent it to the first guy who, who talked about it and he said that is 100% the same guy. Yeah, well, I thought so. We all thought because we've all seen the picture now and we all, we were all pretty certain it's the same guy. Um, what but, do you make of it? Well, I don't, like, I feel a bit bad with, you know, piling on with the, you know, public shaming, but I think it's, you know, at a funeral, it's, it's kind of, you're taking a you're exploiting people's grief. He's doing something. And you know what? I want to hear her say that. I I just want to say I I feel it's inappropriate that he would do that. Yeah, well, I didn't like it at my dad's funeral. I I was less fussed about it at you know other people's funerals. But I don't think it's the right, you know, it's just not the right thing to do. Okay, so that's what this comes down to. So that's the caller on uh, Steel and Drex, CKNW in Vancouver. It's not the right thing to do. It's kind of a, it's more of a moralistic outrage. Nobody's being victimized here. A couple of uh, little finger sandwiches. I mean, we're talking about a few bucks worth of food. And again, if this were some other event that he was showing up at, probably wouldn't be much controversy, but there is something kind of somber and, and special about a funeral. And so that's what's got some people upset. This is interesting. Got a text here. Says we have a lonely farmer in our town. He shows up to funerals because he's lonely and gets to visit with people. So come on, have a heart, no harm done. And that respect can be given to someone you don't know. We all feel that when someone notable dies. Compassion isn't illegal. Another text, taking a more uh, lighter view of it, says I think this is hilarious. He's not hurting anyone. He's an opportunist. That's it. Well, yeah, maybe. So I don't know. I don't know what's in this guy's heart and what's in his head. And maybe he is lonely. Maybe he is going there to to talk to people. Maybe he's hungry. I I don't know. I I can't claim to, to, to know what he's thinking. And I don't think most people would. I think most people sort of, why, why go do that? If you need a free meal, there's a, there's a soup kitchen. There's a lot of places you can go. You shouldn't be crashing funeral. So is this kind of a, well, who cares? No harm, no foul. Or is this, you know, show some damn respect. And if you don't have any business there, don't go there. 974-TALK is our number. We're back with more right after that. I got a tweet here. It says, uh, Rob uh, went through this recently at a funeral home. Was told they're public facilities and anyone is welcome. Yeah, maybe it's different if it's, you know, reception in somebody's house. Then you really don't have any business being there. It's at a community hall or a church or a funeral home, it's maybe a little different. But I think it's not necessarily a question of whether this guy should be, you know, do you phone the cops? It's whether it's disrespectful. You know, or whether it's, uh, well, who cares? Whatever. No big deal. Let's see what uh, Gary has to say. Gary, good afternoon. Yeah, I grew up in a small village, and this is like 45 years ago. It was going on. A couple of the older uh, widowers, they you, ne- you never saw them not attend the funeral, because, and you never never saw them not uh, partake of the refreshment table. And it was one of those things. Some people, you know, sort of didn't care. Others were more than a little bit missed because here's a guy who hardly knew somebody standing there eating. You know, and it's, right. you know, take you know, and the thing is, uh, anybody is free to go to a church service, I would think. But 
to go into somebody's home and eat their food, not having known the person, that's a bit much. And if it, uh, put it this way, if it was a funeral for somebody I knew and I saw a guy like that there, uh, eating is not something he'd be doing much of. Yeah, but you want to be careful, right? If all of a sudden you grow, go up to somebody and you start yelling in their face, how dare you crash this funeral? You got no business here. And it turns out... That he was oh, an no, old no, friend you, of the deceased. Oh, no. You, <laughs> right? you gotta do, it's like anything, Rob. You've got to make sure you cross your I's and not, right. cross your T's, dot your I's and all that sort of nonsense before you go in. You don't just confront somebody. But, you know, you start asking a few questions the way one lady did. Yeah, he, she, yeah, he drove my wife. She drove my wife everywhere. Well, she never knew how to drive. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. Somebody once told me uh, they know my father really well when I because I was marketing a product at a restaurant. Uh, it turns out my father had died when I was seven. So how the guy knows him well was sort of confusing to me because I was already in my fifties at that point. Yeah. You know, like uh, thanks, Rob. Bye. Yeah, Gary. Thanks for the phone call. I, I, I think probably most people would fall, maybe not quite on the punch them in the nose side of things, but kind of on the offended side of things. Like, this is insulting. You've got no connection to this person. We're here today coming together as family and loved ones because we're mourning the loss of this person. That's why we're all here. If you're not here for that reason, then get the hell out of here. Right at that moment, I don't think the people there are going to find it too funny. Probably, for the most part. All right, 974-8255. Another quick break here. Back to wrap things up right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.